Hey, y'all. I'm Zio. I'm M. And we'd like to thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you very much. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us on Patreon. We're on Patreon as Fic Fans with a Z. You should give us tons of money. W- or none. No pressure. Give us all. Anyway, enjoy the program. Thank you. Welcome back to another episode of Fiction Fanatics. This is Johnny, and with me... Good introduction, Plank. So today we'll be talking about another Halloween-themed little special, Ed and Eddie's boo ha You want to say anything, Plank? Yeah, the bit's getting old. <laughs> this is the Halloween special for the beloved show, Ed, Ed and Eddie, about the three Ed boys, all named Ed, just... Just slightly different spelled. Yep. There's Ed with one D. There's double D, which is Ed with two Ds. And then there's Eddie. E-D-D-Y. Yep. Not E-D-D-I-E. Uh, yep. It's about their adventures in the cul-de-sac. It's in a little cul-de-sac and little areas around there. Yep. Ed is the dumb one. See, Eddie is the schemer and double D is... The smart, neurotic. The, the brains of the outfit. And something I didn't realize before we start, this is actually, I didn't realize just how new this this special was. It was made kind of towards the end of the series. If I remember correctly, it's around, I want to say it was end of season seven. Yeah, it was like towards season five. Yeah. End of season five. Because like the, most of the series takes place during the summer, but then like in season five and six, they're in school. And this takes place in October, so I guess it makes sense. As a makes sense for the around the time that the season takes place. So apparently, we also in this special learn the name of their junior high. As a Peach Creek Junior High, say home of the Fighting Peach Cobblers. Uh, yeah, if you if you couldn't tell, he's a bit of a Ed and Eddie geek. So that's my top favorite show of all space and time, right here. Yep. So back to normal things. Experience with the show. I guess you've already started. So I have. I could remember this from like memory. I didn't need to rewatch this one. You mentioned something to me of the effect. For me, um, I've only ever seen this special once or twice, but I really did love Ed and Eddie as a show. Say this, like I said, it's my favorite. I just loved rewatching this over and over again. I say I could watch this all day. It's a fun show. They have a good dynamic. It's, I just love the humor in the show and the style. Their obsession with Jawbreakers is fascinating. I just always love the Jawbreakers too. Just the pure size and utter ridiculousness of yeah because the jawbreakers like bigger than their heads and then they're you stuff the whole thing in their mouth and like when you're a kid you see those giant jawbreakers and you want to try them you just want to try putting on your mouth but yeah no that's that's not happening that's not happening the best you can do is like lick it and hope you don't get ants before you're done with it and say hope your tongue doesn't go numb yeah (laughs) so you know always for me i always wanted the chunky puffs oh chunky puffs so i was always i was always ashamed that they'd never tried making some, like, brand cereal like they do nowadays. Like, Pop Funko's cereal. Like, why did we need this? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Well, anyway, I guess we should get started with the summary. See. All right, so from the top, this episode, the special, we should say, starts by Double D sitting on the staircase waiting for Ed to serve his detention. Eddie serves attention. Yeah, and like while he's waiting, he's like sorting the goddamn leaves. Yeah, just sorting fall leaves. Like you falling see, from the trees. Like they zoom out, and there's like twenty to fifty piles of leaves, all by size and shape and color. Yep. It's like that that falls within his personality of being a smart OCD. Yep. And like he checks his watch, and then he like puts down his book and waits. And then A just bam, boom, 
door. Well, the door open, ruining all of his little leaf organization. Yep, and Eddie comes out complaining about, how could they give detention on Halloween? Um, do you remember why he got detention? That I don't actually remember. Um, it's for putting processed cheese, like filling the teacher's desk with processed cheese. <laughs> uh, what a classic. What a classic, what a hilarious classic prank. prank. <laughs> so the next scene, we... Well, well first I want to talk about how they... This cool opening credits. Uh, the little special. Yep. How it keeps going in between a... Or actually, no, it doesn't really go in no. between. It just stays in Halloween yeah. mode. It's like in this cool Halloween, old-timey. It has, like, blood and skulls. It's very well animated. It's neat looking. As a Dan Antonucci went on record saying this is his favorite episode to do. It seems like it's a lot of art ways it'd be fun just to... As a, it's very expressive. See a special. Yep. But yeah, we get through the opening credits Ooh. and title screen which are neat and then we go to the next scene and then we meet up with ed at his helm yeah and they enter his room through the fucking basement window which is pretty average for them i know but it's still something worth mentioning that they don't like run through the door like that's how you know you have true friends when they climb through your window if you ever climb through my window i'm going to hurt you so just wait it'll happen don't just 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 don't just wait just wait and we see Ed just surrounded by videotapes. See, by horror videotapes. And really funny little note in the background on one of the tapes you can see it's called one called Danny the Butcher. <laughs> which, if you know anything about Danny Antonucci, one of his cult classic uh, pieces was called Lupo the Butcher, which is one of the first adult animated piece of animation ever. Yay, references. Which is, I love. But I also I like I love this because this was 2007. This was towards the end, and he very clearly these are videotapes. Yep. I say well. I say Ed is a very classic person. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, it's I like it. It's not a bad thing. You know me. I fucking collect VHS tapes. It's not like I don't like the I don't like say, the medium. We're a little biased towards VHS and classic er media. Very much so. But yep. Ed has been watching. For a while. I wonder if he even skipped school. I see, that's why I'm wondering if, like, he just didn't show up to school and just decided, yeah, it's October. This is my month. Yeah, but he's, like, glued to the TV. So glued that he starts having hallucin- hallucinations static in his eyes just from staring at the TV so much. Yep. Um, Double D says that watching too much TV could rewire your brain. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Anyway, Eddie starts talking about his plans for Hallow's Eve. And he finds something his brother hid away, a little map to a super cool place called Spookyville. Spookyville. I see where they give away full-size candy bars and and other goodies. Yep, and it's the scariest neighborhood ever. All you have to do is follow this hand-drawn map. And then we exit the Ed house. And and we cut to when the guys meet up in full costume. Yep, as they... Just cut straight to when they're in their super cool original costumes. We like, got Zombie Elvis for Eddie. Eddie Zombie Elvis. We got Ed, the original super cool Lothar, the Viking, the undead killing Viking, and from. then the from. othermost. Oh, wait. Where, where's Lothar from? I'm trying to remember. You said it earlier. We had this conversation because it's not from Scandinavia. Was he from Liverpool? Yes. Lothar from Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> and then finally we have Double D as the scariest thing from the Middle Ages. Killed millions. The bubonic plaque. 
like on your teeth? No, yes, just shush, shush. <laughs> he he's a germ. So he, we got the germ boy. Yep. So they leave for Spookyville. I see. The first hint is a bent stop sign. Yep. But before they get too far, see. Ed catches a glance of the Canker Sisters, longtime antagonists. See, longtime wannabe girlfriends of the Ed boys. Yep. And they're just in an alleyway roasting marshmallows. Well, that's hanging what, out. Well, that's what we see. What Ed sees is a little different. So he sees the three witches above a boiling cauldron casting a spell on our Ed boys. We're going to make it one Halloween they'll always remember and regret. Because monsters will be sent to attack them. Mwahaha. <laughs> and runs from the situation, even though he just he's peeking over at them over a picket fence or a privacy fence. Yep, and then Ed tries to tell the guys about the witches, and Eddie, being a douchebag, eggs him on. Oh, wow, monsters? Yeah, like that one over there! <laughs> then we meet the little innocent Jimmy. Jimmy, the small kid of the cul-de-sac with his... Uh, his outside face braces. Yeah, it's like giant teeth hoop. Yeah, I feel so bad for anyone that actually has to have that. I Those are real, because we once looked them up just to yeah. see if they were real, and not too many people need them anymore, because braces have gotten a lot better. So the technology's come a long way. But, like... Still. There are still a few that need, and it's like, I am so sorry, kid. I'm so sorry. But even worse than that is what Ed sees him as in his head. So Jimmy has is going trick-or-treating, and he looks like a kind of, like, if a kid put together his own costume for an alien costume. Basically, like, a green shirt, a little, like, headband with little eyes. Antenna things. Yeah, little antenna things just spring to the end of them. Yep. So, and, but Ed sees a hyper-realistic alien with a ray gun as a a multi-eyed potato head looking floating alien monster that still kind of has jimmy's hair that just has a little tough of jimmy's hair so it's still you know what character it is with a ray gun in place of jimmy's little pumpkin jack-o'-lantern light Flash, a flashlight <laughs> thing and so ed in his madness pulls up a fucking stop sign to beat jimmy with see beat this horrifying alien who just pointed a ray gun at him or self-defense. Or Jimmy, the literal smallest child in the neighborhood. <laughs> he is like literally the youngest. He's just beaten till he's flat on the pavement. I'll believe Ed's story. Sure. So after then after that, Eddie, Ed steals Jimmy's flashlight, giving it double D. Take the alien's ray gun. And the candy. And the candy. <laughs> he steals the candy as well. Which becomes useful later in the story. Yep. And so Susie, Susie, I said it wrong. Fuck. <laughs> Sarah. Sarah, Ed's sister, comes across Jimmy and is like, what the fuck happened to you? Ed beat me up, Sarah. I'm gonna kill him. Well, she's dressed up as a pretty pink princess. Yep. And then we cut back to the Ed boys and Ed still has the stop sign he used to mercilessly beat his friend. <laughs> and Eddie go looks at that stop sign that has been newly dented from the skull of Jimmy. Says it, it has Jimmy's head outline. And goes, that's the dented stop sign. And Double D's like, that wasn't dented until just, just a few Just now. Yeah. It so counts. See, Eddie's brother can tell the future. I guess. And then Susie catches up with them and confronts... Sarah. Sarah, fuck. I wrote Susie down in all my notes, even, and that's wrong. Fuck my notes. Fuck my idiocy. But anyway. Anyway. Sarah catches up to them and starts trying to beat the shit out of her brother. 
for good reason. Say for beating the shit out of the alien Jimmy. Yep. And Ed sees his sister as a vampire queen. Vampire SSSS. Oh, yeah. A vampire SSSSS. And so our brave Viking Lothar defeats the vampire SSSSS by giving her a steak, like a beef steak. An honest, like, steak that one you devour. Yep. And then burying her alive. Like, literally burying his sister alive with his bare hands yeah this isn't this isn't like a joke like she's in the ground with dirt covering her this isn't his hallucination that actually fucking happens yeah she gets out anyway so no harm no foul yeah no harm no foul (laughs) totally totally so then ed starts running and grabs eddie and they leave behind double d they get separated see he's too busy trying to run away from the vampire Rest SSS. Yep, and then Double D catches up with the... So he stumbles across Naz, who's dressed up as a Medusa. And so Naz goes like, Hey, Double D, come trick-or-treating with me for a little bit, did. Say the dude bro Naz is. And so they're at a house, and they go trick-or-treating once. And then Eddie and Ed realize, Oh, we left Double D! And and Eddie's like, Ah, Double D's the only one who can read the map. He's the only one smart enough to look at this hand-drawn map and realize where it's going. So they catch up to they catch up to Ed and Naz, Ed, Ed, Double German, D and Ed, the German Naz. Yep. And then Ed sees, of course, not reality, but an actual Medusa, and then proceeds to fight the Medusa in big quotations. Fight. Yep. He gets he gets one look into her eyes and freezes until he breaks out out of his stone cocoon. Yep. And then he close pins his eyes shut, <laughs> runs over to a construction site while still blinded after hitting a house once or twice, grabs a cement mis- mixer with wet cement in it, and fucking yeets Naz into, into the it. cement mixer. Basically casing her in a block of cement, which I don't know how it got that perfectly squared. Yeah, but... yeah. But yeah, she ends up like in, con- in a block of concrete, stuck, and the Ed boys bolt. As she falls over, saying, that was not cool, dude. That is not cool, dudes. I just get a kick out. He, like, pulls clothespins out of nowhere and clothespins his eyes Clamps shut. Clamps his eyelids shut. Yeah, which, that... Goddamn. That has to hurt like a bitch. I mean, I know Ed's big on pain... On not feeling pain, but... So you gotta give it to Lothar. He's committed. Lothar is committed. So Double D finally figures out that, like, hey, listen, Eddie, Ed is going nuts. And Eddie's just, like... Who fucking cares? Just get us the Spookyville, smart boy. So come on, sockhead. Just do your job. And so the next clue is supposed to be finding a abandoned, broken-down hearse. And that's where they, surprise, accidentally ended up hiding after running away from the Medusa. Womp. Yep. And so as soon as, right after that, a new face appears. Let's see. Wasn't it? There's like a rock... And then the shadow gets projected from the lantern of Rolf and Wilfred, but it's... You're skipping some. Ah, shit, that's right. We, we, we have a monster before yeah, him. Yeah, we got the Headless Horseman. Or Kevin. Kevin. The bully. To get it, the horse is his bike. Yep, Kevin rides up on his bike and Ed sees the Headless Horseman of Cirrhosis of, Liv- of the Liverpool. Cirrhosis of the Liverpool. And, instead of fucking... Ichabod Crane. It's (laughs) from Cirrhosis of the Liverpool. Yep. And so Ed valiantly fights the Headless Horseman. After Double D and Eddie get pelted with eggs. 
Ed, yep, D- Double D and Ed get pelted with eggs. And then to protect his friends, Ed fucking yeets. So he just throws them off the side of a giant cliff. Yeet. See, but we don't know exactly how big this cliff is at the moment. We just think, oh, he just threw them off. Yeah. And then he ch- turns around to challenge the horseman. <laughs> and so he fucking catches an egg with his tongue and spits it back. Which he thinks is, in his imagination, is a flaming jack-o'-lantern head. Yep, he hits Kevin off of his bike, picks up his bike, and fucking throws it on the ground, breaking it to pieces. Literally exploding it into pieces, just from the force of it hitting the ground. Yeah, and Kevin has been shown throughout the series... To love his bike. Like, he he has a crush on Naz, and he once had to pick between Naz's well-being and his bike, and he went for his bike. And I can't argue with that. Yeah. Then Ed jumps off the cliff. Head first. Heads head first. Bounces off multiple rocks. And finally lands on Double D and Eddie. At least it's a nice soft landing. Double D says, we should turn back. Ed totally needs help. He is going nutso. (laughs) Not realizing how much damage he's done to everybody else. Yep. Or that are just blindly not looking at it that way. And then Eddie goes like, no way. We're going to keep going. We're almost there. Yeah, we're almost there. And then Double D goes, we're not, I'm not helping you. And Ed goes, I can find the way. And he, though, he's, Ed has had the spatula as his weapon the entire time. And he just holds it up to his ear. And just listens. That way. Yep. And they just start running. They start running into this forest where they meet. Then they meet Johnny, who's, I don't know, what would you call those things he made legs out of? I think they're like pipe cleaners. So they almost look like those, like, they're not Legos, but like they have the wooden circles that you put into Oh, them. Tinker Toy. Tinker Toys. Yeah, actually, I think you're right. He had, he made like spider arms out of Tinker Toys. And then like he had a beanie on and like put little like, I don't know if they're paper cut out like spider mouth parts to look like a spider. And Ed and what Ed sees is this giant fucking spider that he's so scared of. He doesn't fight it. See, it's just a misunderstood spider. He doesn't mean no harm. But if we give him an offering, which is Jimmy's candy, maybe he'll tell us the way. Oh, neat out. Hey, if you guys are looking for a path, there's one over there. Say, Johnny's the only one lucky enough to get away unbeaten. Yeah. And hey, if you guys see Plank, tell him to hurry up. I've been waiting here forever. <laughs> Plank is the best character in the show, see, and we'll, we'll meet him a little later. Plank is by far the most developed character. Yep. He's... Sometimes his performance is a little wooden, but he's otherwise the best. He's, he's got a little stiff on performance. Yeah. Yeah, but that's fine. It's part of the character. Yeah. So... The next thing that happens is they meet Goku. They meet Ocean Dub Goku. Yep. Or more specifically for most people, Rolf. Rolf and his pig friend, Wilfred. Yep. Apparently on Halloween, he and his he and his pig gather a mushroom by the moonlight. So they, gotta, they like to gather mushrooms in their little weird mushroom patch. See... But Ed sees a one-eyed giant cyclops with a club fist and a saber-toothed pig. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he kind of half whacks, not very much, like, knocks the bucket off of Rolf's head, because, of course, that's where Rolf keeps his bucket. See, knocks off his head and then smashes his foot into it about as hard as I could think. And, and, and then he runs away a little bit. See, in his imagination, Wilford catches up to him and, like, slingshots him, like, off of his tooth into a tree or something. 
But I want to know what really happened, because I'm pretty sure nothing even close to that happened. Yeah, Wilfred's a good pig. He wouldn't hurt a fly. I say, I don't think he has that big of teeth either. Yeah. Anyway, so Ed gets kind of lodged on a tree, like his spatula gets stuck. And Rolf comes over, almost concerned, like... Like, what's wrong with you? What? I just love his line, like, so calmly, like, Hey, Ed, can you explain to Rolf why I shouldn't beat you with a shoe? Ed, boy, explain to Rolf why I should not be beating you with a shoe. And then, out of nowhere, he just finally pulls the spatula out and just jabs him right in the eye by, like, kind of, like, accident, but still... Really, yeah. Like, really hard, and then Rolf goes like, Ah, I'm blind! And falls into a goddamn river. And Wilfred just kind of like, oh. And so, after escaping the Cyclops and his pig monster, we meet the next horrible creature. Say, by far the biggest challenge in this road to Spookyville. Frankenplank. And if you couldn't tell, Frankenplank is just plank. Plank. Not even in costume, just... Just kind of plank. Yep, the two by four, and he's a regular two by four with a smiley face. With a smiley face, but Ed sees him has like a giant green plank of wood with bolts on the side, bolts and like weird, like crooked, sharp teeth, and like so he fights him off with the one thing he can find a big log, but in reality it's like a four inch stick. Yeah, and he just keeps mercilessly whapping plank as he lays on the ground, defenseless. Plank didn't do nothing to nobody. So he hit him so bad, he scuffed up his eyes and his smile. It's a shame. Okay, so I'm going to, I'm I'm going to take a detour from our podcast, like we totally have never done ever before, never ever, because I want to talk about fucking Frankenstein and Frankenstein's monster. Ah, there are some people that when you call the monster Frankenstein, bitchy. Um, actually, Frankenstein's monster isn't Frankenstein. It's Frankenstein's monster. Look at me. I watched a fun fact video one time. Get it fucking right. And to me, I go, shut the fuck up. No one I, cares. No, Most people don't care. And even if you do care, this is a monster created by a person. Created by Frankenstein. This is arguably the closest thing Frankenstein had to a son up until that point. Why wouldn't you take the last name of your creator if that wasn't the case? He's, our, instead of Dr. Victor Frankenstein, this is Monster Frankenstein. His first name's Monster or something. I don't know. <laughs> but the point is, you can call him Frankenstein. Most of the cultural zeitgeist just calls him Frankenstein. Get over yourselves. We all know the fact. We don't care. So from on this podcast, we will never call him Frankenstein's monster unless we do, and only because we want to. And I say, I will probably not go out of my way to say Frankenstein's monster because most people get the idea. Yeah, we'll just call them Frankenstein, and anyone who wants to bitch about it, well, we have an email. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you. That's the end of my TED Talk. Say, very informative. But anyway, after he beats up Frankenplank... Uh, and or but, wait, sorry, Frankenplank's monster. <laughs> yep, and so like, f- then after defeating the monster, Ed takes the map, licks it, and shoves it, st- it onto his face, and somehow that makes it possible for Ed to read the map accurately. Yep, and so like they start running and they get to the end of the map, and so Eddie is super excited. Oh my gosh, we're here! We're in Spooky Town. We finally made it a Spooky little. And so the first house he goes up to. Eddie realize or Double D realizes a little something. Yep, but Ed Ed doesn't care. It's like he rings the doorbell. Hey, 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 Eddie. See, doesn't this place look a little familiar? No, 
Ding dong. I bet these guys are faking not being home. It's probably faking this. Eddie, it's your house. We and- are millionaires? He's like, wait, do we win the lottery or something? Are someone playing trying to play a prank on us? Nope. Ed's brother is just a douchebag. Say Ed's brother just literally made a circle map. Yep. Or maybe they just didn't find the right bent sign. Who knows? Either way, they ended up back in the cul-de-sac. They went in a complete circle. So right in a complete circle, and right back towards where all the monsters are. All the kids who are currently pissed off that they got their shit kicked out of them by Ed. And candy stolen. And candy stolen. Yep. And so Lothar is so surrounded by monsters, he feels the need to retreat. As in, what better than a big hole in the ground? And so he runs to the big. He runs to this big hole with his best friends, Double D and Eddie, the German. Elvis. And they go to the bottom of the pit where there's apparently a coat rack, a side table, and a nice comfy armchair and a bathrobe. Don't ask me. Don't ask me either. And Ed and Ed takes off his Lothar costume. Lothar has defeated all. He may rest now. Mm-hmm. And puts on the bathrobe and gets a good book and starts reading it. I just love the little it's just a little thing I know. He picks up a newspaper and then behind his shoulder you he has the funnies and one of those, uh, not a crossword puzzle, but... Uh, junior, junior Jumbles? Yeah. You're like, it's one of those ones with all the black and white squares, and you have to fill in the words. That's a, cross, that's a crossword puzzle. Crossword puzzle. You said not a crossword oh. puzzle. But that's a crossword I puzzle. I thought crosswords were all the ones where they're jumbled up. No, that, that's a Junior Jumble. Yep, he was looking at a crossword puzzle. <laughs> Ignore that first part. <laughs> Editing will not be kind to you. <laughs> But anyway, yes, he looks at a crossword puzzle and funnies, and then it doesn't take long for the kids to realize, oh, they're kind of sitting ducks at the bottom of this hole. Yep. Let's s- crawl in. Yep. So they all lower ropes down, except for Rolf, who lowers is- in a sausage link. Uh, I love Rolf. Rolf is awesome. And so all the kids are coming down. Johnny's even there to avenge Plank. Plank. And so, like, Eddie and Double D are like, hey, hey, Lothar, protect us. The monsters are here. And Ed goes, silly guys, Lothar is no longer needed because Lothar conquered all. And he just goes back to reading the newspaper. And then Eddie and Double D start getting the crap beat out of them. Kick teeth in, whole giant thing. It's a big old puff cloud of violence. Yep, and Ed gets one last hallucination. So he looks up from his little newspaper and sees that Double D and Eddie are just fine, frolicking in purple flowers, just having a hell of a time. La 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 well, la. in reality. Yeah. 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 I, I wonder why they're so mad at Eddie and Double D when Ed did all of the shit kicking. I think they were just going to wait their turn to mess him up. This is at least what I tell myself. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, that's where the special ends. Let's see. And then we just roll credits. Yep. As a happily ever after. <laughs> happily ever after. But yeah, that's the end of the story. The Ed boys didn't get any candy except for what they stole and probably got taken back from jimmy definitely and yeah it's a fun halloween special and i say it's it's a good halloween special and i say nothing too classic but it's it's pretty fun if you like ed and Eddie, you'll like this one it's got great uh monster designs i'll say that yep every time ed hallucinates the art style changes into like it's like a a combination between like old horror comics and old horror movies oh it's it is it's a see, it's it's a spectacle. See, they are very interesting. See, most of them are not your generic Medusa or alien or spider 
creature. I really enjoyed watching this one. It was a good pick for our week two of ha- of Halloween oh, month. Oh, Halloween month. All Sp- spooky month. All spooky month. Trademark Serpelo. Serpelo. <laughs> yep, um, I'll rate it a jack out of a lantern. So I'll give it a boo out of haha. It was fun to watch. I'm glad you joined us, people. Say it's been a blast. Have a have a terrifying rest of the month, and we'll see you later. Spook you later. <laughs> <laughs>